Good morning to you and to all those who wake up early every morning to tune in to receive the latest information that we provide here. We begin by reporting the death of another person yesterday. We express our heartfelt condolences to his family and friends. We're talking here about a 58-year-old male patient, a resident of Havana. This patient had a history of alcoholism and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. He was at the Provincial Center for Social Protection, located in the Havana municipality of Cotorro. This center often shelters homeless people. At the center, under the umbrella of the Provincial Civil Defense Council, these people receive specialized health and social security services. This is the center where, as we informed previously, there was an incident of limited community transmission, resulting in a cluster of COVID-19 cases affecting 84 people. Unfortunately, this patient's health deteriorated very quickly. We should say that he suffered a marked physical and nutritional deterioration. He was admitted to an intensive care unit, but his condition deteriorated very quickly in just one or two days. Yesterday, he suddenly developed a series of serious complications, namely hypertension, respiratory arrest, and cardiorespiratory arrest. I reiterate, despite the emergency resuscitation maneuvers performed, doctors could not save him. Again, our condolences to his family and friends. Unfortunately, we begin today's update by reporting the sad news of this patient's death. Regarding the epidemiological situation in Cuba, let me begin by saying that the number of visitors in our country remains practically the same, 6,687 Cuban residents abroad and 4,384 foreigners. A total of 945 visitors are staying at rental homes, similar to yesterday's figure. Most of them are in eastern Santiago de Cuba, in the Havana municipalities of Centro Havana, Plaza, and Playa. Up until 12 midnight last night, 2,744 patients remained hospitalized in our country, 44 under epidemiological surveillance, 1,947 were suspected cases, 753 were laboratory-confirmed COVID-19 cases, a total of 6,000. 515 persons remain under epidemiological surveillance at primary health care. Some people ask us, why is it that the number of hospitalized patients remains practically unchanged with every passing day? We explain that every confirmed case generates a group of suspected cases, people who were in contact with that new patient who tested positive. Some of them even show symptoms of the disease and need hospitalization. Every patient who tests positive for SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19 provide information on all those people that he or she has had contact with. The more detailed information they provide, the better, as they mention all the persons they came in contact with over the last 14 days, regardless of whether or not these people were close contacts. These are people who may have well been infected. That is the main reason why, as new confirmed cases emerge every day, the number of people hospitalized under surveillance and the suspected cases also increase as they are the contacts of those new confirmed cases. Also, there is another group of people who remain hospitalized or under surveillance in isolation centers due to other epidemiological risk factors. Yesterday, a total of 2,000 
39 samples were studied in our laboratories, 829 at the Pedro Corri Tropical Medicine Institute, 281 at the bio, or 281 rather, at the Monecular Biologica Center in Santiago de Cuba, 373 at the Havana Lab, 240 at the laboratory in Via Clara, 188 at the laboratory of the Center for Genetic Engineering and Biotechnology, 76 at the laboratory of the National Civil Defense Council, and the remaining 52 samples were studied at the laboratory of the Hermanos Amajeres Hospital. Of the total of patients who were tested for COVID-19 yesterday, 38 turned out positive, representing 1.9% of the total number of samples studied yesterday. This figure is below that registered the previous day, which, as you all know, was unusually high. The country now accumulates 53,545 samples that have been studied, 1,649 confirmed cases. This means that 3.1% of the total number of patients tested in our country have turned out positive for COVID-19. All 38 new confirmed cases are Cuban citizens. Of these, 36 representing 94.7% are contacts of previously diagnosed cases. Of all of the confirmed cases in our country thus far, 1,420 were contacts of previously confirmed cases, accounting for 86.1%. This further highlights the importance of tracing the largest number of contacts of those confirmed cases through the epidemiological survey. Of the 38 new confirmed patients yesterday, in two cases, the source of the virus has not been identified. We should say that there are a total number of confirmed patients in our country thus far. In the case of 63 patients, representing 3.8%, the source of the virus could not be properly traced. Of the new cases diagnosed yesterday, 50% are male patients. We can speak of a higher case incidence rate from the disease among men. Of the total of confirmed cases in our country, 852 are male patients, representing 51.6%. Also of those confirmed yesterday, 19 are female patients, bringing the total number of COVID-19 female patients in our country to 797. 89.4% of the total of new confirmed cases yesterday, that is to say 34 out of 38, were asymptomatic. The country now accumulates 772 confirmed cases who were asymptomatic. If we analyze the evolution of the epidemic in our country, yesterday we spoke about this, we mentioned that other countries report 80% confirmed patients who are asymptomatic. In our country, 46.8% of all laboratory confirmed cases thus far were asymptomatic at the time that they were diagnosed. Regarding the age groups most affected, we have people under 40 with 24 cases, representing 63.1%, followed by people between the ages of 40 and 60 with 18.4%. The province with the largest number of new cases is Havana, with 38 of the total, 36 rather, of the total 38 new confirmed cases yesterday, representing 94.7%. Of the 1,649 laboratory confirmed cases in our country thus far, 740 are clinically stable. This figure represents 
98.3% of current patients. The country now accumulates 67 deaths, including the patient who died yesterday. Two patients were evaluated and evacuated back to their countries of origin. The country also accumulates 827 patients who have been discharged from the hospital, 62 more yesterday. These are patients who have recovered from the disease and are sent back to their homes where, in compliance with safety regulations, they are required to observe 14 more days under epidemiological surveillance with movement restriction. Upon completing that time, they again undergo a PCR test for further confirmation. Most of them test negative, and then we can say that these people who have fully recovered from COVID-19. Today we have five patients in critical condition, one more compared to yesterday's figure, and eight patients in serious condition, also one more than yesterday. We should also say that 67 deaths registered thus far, our country's case fatality rate now stands at 4.1%. Some people ask me to compare the situation in our country with that in the rest of the world. That is why we always try to provide here the latest on the international situation, specifically regarding the region of the Americas. The average case fatality rate for the region of the Americas is 5.8%. However, 14 out of the 35 in the region of the Americas register case fatality rates above the region's average. Nicaragua registers the highest case fatality rate, 14%, followed by Guyana and the Bahamas, both at 13.4%. St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Antigua and Barbuda, Chile with 9.51%, Costa Rica with 8.34%, Brazil with 6.91%, Canada with 6.16%, the United States with 5.9%, and as I said before, Cuba is number 12 with a case fatality rate of 4.1%. Regarding the international epidemiological situation, one more nation has now been added to the list of countries reporting COVID-19 cases, the Comoros, a country in East Africa. Africa is a main concern for international organizations, the World Health Organization, and the world in general, because in some cases, the weak health systems cannot confront the disease properly. Anyway, these countries are adopting a series of measures, but as I said, one more country is now added to the list of those reporting cases. Yesterday, there were 93,344 new confirmed cases, bringing the total number of confirmed cases globally to 3,307,600. The number of deaths in a single day yesterday was 5,861, bringing the total number of deaths to 238,431 for a case fatality rate of 7.2% globally. As you can easily realize here, we are approaching a quarter of a million deaths from the disease globally, which is both very sad news and a major source of concern. Infestation rates in the region of the Americas also increased. Yesterday, a total of 50,874 new cases were confirmed, bringing the total to 1,390,414 representing 42% of the total number of confirmed cases reported globally. Also yesterday, there were 3,000 
106 new COVID-19 related deaths in the region of the Americas for a total of 80,684 thus far. As I said before, the case fatality rate for the region of the Americas is 5.8%. And this is the information we had for you today in terms of the national and international situation regarding the COVID-19 pandemic.